I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Well, good to see you again, Deva. I hope you had a good week. Hello. I did have a good week. Why, why do you sound so uh, joyful? I, uh, you know, you're <laughs> I, I just be tired and, uh, <laughs> well, you know, worn out from being up mm-hmm. all night and partying and all that kind of stuff. Or, oh, right. Because right, right, right. you're going like to the University of Texas at Austin, right? Like that's a party school. Uh, not as much as Texas State. Um, as it's as much as I have heard, uh, only because I I've actually only been to one party and I lasted about 10 minutes and I, <laughs> I left after that because they gave me a wristband that told me whether or not I was single or taken. And I just couldn't, I couldn't take it. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, oh you're one of them people. How huh? you have scruples. Uh, I was like, oh, I don't think I belong here, <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'm, I'm happy because I'm joyous. I'm, I'm grateful that, uh, it's cold and I don't have to drive. School is canceled. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys have like snow days or ice days down there. Yeah, I think it's hilarious because you're gonna you're gonna laugh when I tell you school is canceled, but it's only thirty degrees. Um, what? That's <laughs> like summer to us. Yeah, <laughs> we can't spring. handle it. Yeah, wow. <laughs> you know the 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 flowers start blooming when it gets to thirty degrees around here. All right. <laughs> it's it's all relative, but uh, well, at least your summer is is pleasant. Uh, well, we, we, the, do, the we do. We do. Hellfire. Yeah, we we have one <laughs> week where it's uh, in the hundreds. It really uh, August. Yeah. Usually the first week of August, it gets up to the hundreds. So uh, we we know what that is, but we don't worry about it too much. You don't have to really suffer through it. <laughs> no, no, yeah, we we can't call that suffering. But uh, so glad for to see you again, and so glad to have whoever is listening out there uh, to us uh, listen to us. And we wanted to talk about today uh, the importance of gratitude and humility for a, a person who is wanting to become a leader of character. And uh, I, I, my sense, and this is, again, my old thinking, uh, Deva, uh, and I, I don't want to put negative thoughts in your brain, but, you know, when we're, gratid, when we're grateful is when we lose something. We mm. Not long ago, we had a, 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 a colleague that uh, uh, he had a, a, a car crash and he died. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and I always, uh, I've, I've never told anybody because I don't think it's right to do that. But if they're listening, any of my colleagues, sorry. But, uh, you, you know, we appreciated him. We were more grateful for him after he died. And I mm-hmm. think, how stupid is that? We should have been grateful for him when he was alive, you know? It's yeah. like when I die, you know, I, I don't want people to, I, I, I guess maybe Deb will have some kind of ceremony for me. I, I don't know, something like that. Uh, I don't want people to bring flowers and all that kind of uh, stuff. Uh, take me to Chick-fil-A now, <laughs> you know? Send me a gift card from Chick-fil-A. I'm cool with that. And I'll, I'll remember you now. <laughs> and when I'm dead, it won't matter so much. And you'll feel better because you say, oh, I sent him a card and he enjoyed it for before he would uh, before, before he uh, kicked the bucket. Uh, 
But anyway, <laughs> uh, it just seems like, why do we wait, you know, for someone yeah. to go away or something bad to happen before we're grateful for it? Uh, I think in a previous episode, we talked about um, serenity and how snow, as tough as it is sometimes to live with, it's beautiful. Yeah, It is beautiful. And when I go out to, at three o'clock in the morning with my dogs to for them to do their business, uh, I, I just appreciate all of nature because I live up in the trees. I got, you know, 25 foot pines and I'm, I'm in a forest at 7,500 feet. Uh, so it's, um, you know, there's a, a different sound at that uh, level, literally. Mm. Uh, and it makes me grateful that I'm alive to begin yeah. with. And and I, and I don't know that that's an old age thing because I think I've been grateful for most of my life. But uh, I mean, mm -hmm. I, and again, I don't want to put negative thoughts on you, but do you ever think uh, about how grateful you are to wake up at my age, I am. When I wake up and I yeah. I don't see St. Peter, I'm thinking, hey, that's pretty good. I got another day. Uh, you probably don't think about that at your age, do you? Oh, I don't I don't wake up yet and think, oh, I'm so glad I woke up. Uh, <laughs> well, that's good, I, I think. Take a few, I might take a few more months, years, who knows? Centuries. But, uh, you definitely miss the snow when it's 100 degrees in August, don't you? Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> that's for, yeah. True, for sure. I, I mean, I miss the winter when it's when it's really hot here in Texas over the summer, but right now I'm missing the summer because it's super cold. So mm -hmm. I think that's, a, and a lot of people can relate to that. You ask them what their favorite season is and they're like, well, when it's hot, I want it to be cold. <laughs> when it's I, cold, I want it to be hot. Uh, yeah. I think that's very telling of, of our gratitude and uh, what we're thinking of in the moment. When I, when I see you right now and I'm speaking with you, I'm grateful for our conversation, but man, I'm going to be so much more grateful for the time we had whenever I'm old and you're no longer yeah. around and, I, maybe it's like maybe it's psychology, but yeah. Well, and uh, and there's pra everything is practice. You know, if you practice something, you're going to get better at it. That's just the way it is. But maybe you youngsters need to practice gratitude more, Adiva. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should take time and now take it from an old guy who's you know I'm on the on the way out. I got maybe twenty, possibly twenty five years left, and you've got. 80 at hmm. least uh, to go. So it's a little bit of a different perspective, but now's the time to practice gratitude. You know, what are you ha uh, glad you have? You recently got married and mm -hmm. I hope you're grateful that you got married. It wasn't mm -hmm. a shotgun wedding or something like that, was it? <laughs> no. Okay. No, I wish I could I, go back. <laughs> no, I, I, I haven't had a chance to see uh, <laughs> that uh, movie with uh, Jennifer Lopez, but uh, it, uh, you know, that happens. But anyway, uh, and, the gratitude for what he does. And you know, I, I, I say this often, if you're waiting for, if you're expecting your partner to do something so that you love him, mm. that's wrong. Yeah. You should just love him. Period. Not because, because I've, I've heard people, well, I, I love you. In fact, those, what is the uh, Hallmark cards, you know, when I go, go when you do the dishes, yeah, yeah, you did, <laughs> I love you the most when you clean my car. Right. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's silly. And that's really <laughs> stupid. If you think about it, I just love you. There's no reason for it, but mm -hmm. I'm grateful. Now that's, there's a difference, I think. Now I'm grateful that you do that or that you did do that or whatever. And, and even strangers, you know, uh, uh, I'm maybe it's, again, maybe it's just me and uh, I'm getting old, but a lot of times I'll pray for a stranger that I see at the, 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 the uh, King Supers and, and pray that uh, the creator will take care of that person. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going through that person's mind. I don't know if he has enough food or not, or is trying to feed uh, people or not, or whatever. He's hurting or sick. But I pray for that person because I'm grateful that that person is here because mm -hmm. I don't have the capacity to even consider 
that the creator put that person here for a purpose, yeah. whatever that may be. And maybe the purpose was to get me to think, I'm glad you're here. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. When, I mean, when I see a homeless man or woman, uh, so there's tons of them in Austin. Um, I, I am grateful for my own circumstance. So maybe when we experience loss, we appreciate and have gratitude, but also when we see that there's a possibility for loss, uh, we have gratitude. I was, uh, you know, newly married. I am newly married and I, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, in the butterfly happy phase, but also, you know, we always have those, those sinful or maybe habitual thoughts of, uh, you know, maybe he's doing more of the dishes or I'm doing more of the dishes, or I always do this. And, um, those aren't huge thoughts in my mind, but I think lots of married couples or even roommates have those thoughts. Um, and so I think that once we experience, they do come in and they help a lot, or, um, maybe we have a, a week where we're, we're really sick and somebody takes care of us, or you get a call from your mom and, um, those are times where you see, you know, things aren't just the day to day anymore. There's something to put a hiccup in your schedule and you yeah. think, oh, okay, everything's fine now. Well, um, and, and since we're trying to uh, develop our character, consider this being grateful that I can help you. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that I have something that I can give you because that, that, again, that's my experience. When I help someone, that makes me feel good that I was yeah. able to do it, you know. I remember when uh, one instance at the Air Force Academy. I'm sitting in my in my office, and a cadet is, like, running past my office, and I stop mm -hmm. him. I say, hey, are you okay? He says, yeah, chief. Uh, I, I just ordered some food in the in the food <laughs> court, but I forgot my wallet, and oh. I got to go run and get go get it so I can pay for it. I said, whoa, 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 well, don't, you, don't do that here. Take my oh. money, and you pay for it, and— you know, uh, so you're not having to go way across uh, the the terrazzo to go get your your yeah. money. And he's oh, great, chief. Uh, I'll, I'll pay you later. So no, you don't have to do that. And uh, and that made me feel good that I was mm -hmm. I had the gratitude was that I had the means to help this person. And, had an uh, opportunity. Yeah, and those uh, opportunities arise all the time. Uh, you know, it's like what is that people that go to? Because I don't go to that drinking coffee thing. Where is that? Starbucks? Coffee shops? Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, Starbucks, and they pay for the person behind them. Yes. Okay, well, sure, sure. Uh, and I think there's a... I've never done it. Again, I don't go to Starbucks, so I, I don't do it. But the, maybe the gr gratitude would be in being able to help someone else. Yeah. You, yeah, you have a, a person good. that you're uh, mentoring, uh, helping out. Uh, I, I don't remember her name. Yeah, her name is Sydney. 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 I'll try to remember her name. Uh, but uh, I'm sure she's grateful that you're there to help her. But on the other hand, maybe the the, the you should be practicing gratitude too, that mm -hmm. you are there to help her. You know, yeah. uh, let that help you. And, and the time to do that, uh, Deva, is when it's not good. When yeah. something's gone wrong or, you know, you're being uh, pulled in two different uh, directions or whatever. And uh, then that's a time to think about, but I'm grateful that I can be here to help. That's good. I, I like that different mindset because uh, a story from today is it's cold and they shut down school. And so there's not any food on campus, um, meaning the the dining halls are closed. And so Sydney, the girl that I mentor and I and I support, uh, doesn't have anywhere to go get food. She doesn't drive and she doesn't really understand, I think, how to use a DoorDash or anything like that. Um, she has autism. Wonderful, wonderful girl. Um, and uh, so what uh, I ended up doing is going to HEBM, get a package her some some lunches and bring it to her so she can actually eat something. I don't think she's eaten all morning. Uh, so after this, that's where I'll be going. Um, 
But uh, yeah, you're right. I am grateful uh, that I have that opportunity to help her. Uh, I'll bring up this book probably a few times talking to you because it keeps coming to my mind. Um, right now I'm reading Aristotle's Nicomanean Ethics. So uh, he's just kind of considering what virtue is and what ethics is. And one of the things that he said that really struck me was if you find pleasure, he's talking about pleasure and pain. And he says, if you find pleasure in giving of yourself or helping someone, um, maybe there's an older woman walking across the street, for example, and you find pleasure in helping that older woman, then you're probably a good person. He just outright and says that you're probably a good person. But if you find pain in taking time and taking of yourself to help somebody else, then you're probably a bad person. <laughs> and I know that's very uh, straightforward. You know, we're talking about good people and bad people. Um, but yeah, I don't think I don't think it's natural for us to feel pleasure in giving of ourselves unless you understand what gratitude and being humble and serving others really means. And that would take thinking, mm -hmm. consideration, consider the the consequences of not or it yeah. of doing it. You know that that helped that person, and and I can't even imagine that you wouldn't feel some kind of. You know, a, we'll use the word pleasure, some kind of uh, pleasure in having being able to help that person. When you mm -hmm. think about it, when it when it becomes a pain, I think is when you don't think about it because, it, you know, mm -hmm. I, I was wanting to do something else or go in that other direction, whatever it is. But when I think about the consequence of what I did, that made her life better. That made that person's whatever that makes me feel good. There's the pleasure of having done that. And and again, it's all about practice. The more you do it, the more you do it. And the more you, you do it, it makes you feel better. Well, then you'll continue to do it, you know, and, and that's, that's a good thing, I think, you know, and that, I think there's a point where you, you don't want to do it because it makes you feel good. It, you do it because it's the right thing to do. And that's mm -hmm. really getting into being a leader of character, but, yeah. uh, but that's okay. You can start with, Hey, I do this because it makes me feel good, you know? Yeah. Instead of an obligation. So, and that I think all comes to comes out of humility, Deva. You know what is um, C.S. Lewis? I think uh, said something about uh, humility isn't thinking of yourself less. It's about thinking of less. No, it's not thinking less of yourself. Yeah. It's thinking about yourself less. Which is good. I love it. That that's that's a great uh, way to think about it. But uh, that way, I, I'm not thinking about what I'm going to gain. It's what can I do for you. Yeah. That that I think that if I if I find as I find people that do that, at least in my perspective my perspective, I consider them to be character based people. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to devalue yourself. You don't have to think, oh, I, I'm worth nothing. I'm not gonna brush my teeth or shower or uh uh really you know, feed myself. Um, Aristotle at least says that there are definitely things that you should do for yourself, but when you have the opportunity to serve and help and be humble, humble yourself among others, um, then, then that is a good opportunity to do that. Um, yeah. The, the problem I think with humility though, is that we as humans and, uh, maybe particularly as Americans, we want to measure this thing we call character, these traits mm -hmm. or uh, um, virtues. And some you can't, like humility, there's no way. By definition, the only person who knows whether you're humble is you. Yeah, we want to measure it so we can put it on our LinkedIn profiles or our resumes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, hu humility score, 
Yeah, humility you know. score. <laughs> it's it's just it's very similar to integrity in my in my opinion, doing the right thing when nobody's looking. Uh, but humility is doing the hard thing, I think, uh, for others and uh, allowing yourself to be humbled uh, in the places that it matters without anybody else needing to see it or have accolade for it. Because if you're if you're doing it to get a response or you're doing it to get an accolade of some sort, then it's not it, it defeats the purpose. The the definition is scrubbed. Um, it's no longer humble if you're doing it for a prize. Um, so you're right. It's not something. It's one of the only values, um, probably like integrity, that that can't really be measured in that way. Yeah, and, and, but we do. But we will. Yeah, we will. We'll try it. We'll try our hardest. You, to you, you've heard or, or at least read uh, John Maxwell's books. Uh, hmm. Which one? The, all of them. I've read all of them. But anyway, yeah. John C. Maxwell, who he's, uh, a, a, I don't know how many books he's read. read. Uh, I, I, I want to be him. Uh, written, uh, write as many books as uh, as he he has. But anyway, uh, yeah. he's a great speaker. And we went up, uh, the crew, uh, my crew and I went out to uh, Denver to listen to him uh, speak. And it was interesting because uh, it was kind of funny because we're waiting in this little uh, chapel place. And uh, and he comes out and sits at the, in the front row by, by himself. And everybody's, oh, man, there's John <laughs> Maxwell. Uh, I'd love to go talk to him. And blah, blah. while they're talking, I went up and talked to him. You know, you yeah. can talk all you want. I'm going to go do it. So I I went up and introduced myself, and we got to chatting a little bit, and we had a great conversation until he excused himself. I said, I got to get ready for my talk. Oh, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Gratitude, right? Thank you yeah. for taking the time to to spend with me and just chat, whatever, uh, develop a relationship, really. And then he did. He got on stage. On our way home from uh, from Denver, uh, several of folks, uh, as we were talking about the, his talk, uh, were saying, "Well, you know, he he, he came off like a snob." Uh, mm. And I thought, "Well, I'm sorry, you know, the, yeah, there's no humility." I said, I, "I don't think so, man. It's if I don't know what perspective you're looking at or listening from, but I maybe it's because I talked to him before. Mm, we developed yeah. a relationship, and when he got up there, I thought he was the most humble person I've." in the room so um so there again we're measuring and whose measure is right it's kind of like going mm -hmm. back to the discussion we had on what doing your best what does that mean doing your best who knows mm -hmm. other than you you know when i do it if that if i gave 100 percent, i'm the only one who really knows but we as humans and again maybe in particular as americans want to measure that what does that mean well I don't know. What does humility mean? I don't know. What's your humility factor? I don't know. I just do the best and I'm humble and yeah. I do it with all humility. I don't want anything in return, but how can you express that? Very difficult. Yeah, that's really good. I think it's very similar to being, to being grateful because it's usually an internal thing, like being grateful about the snow, being grateful to go out in nature and being grateful of the things you have, but also how can we apply that to being grateful that you can extend yourself and serve and um be grateful for pain um is the biggest thing because we were talking about the the woman across the street and if you're feeling pain and, and giving of yourself so how do you be grateful for the challenges maybe that you have overcome in your life and 
um, looking back, I know there are a few times we've talked about Civil Air Patrol a few times, and there's a few little challenges that in the moment, uh, and I'm sure all of you have had challenges just like that too, in the moment, it it feels, oh, like I could never be grateful for this. You know, it's, it's yeah. too cold. I'm I'm doing too many push-ups. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm, I'm studying too hard for the LSAT or the MCAT or, or whatever it is. But at the end of the day, when you look back, maybe five months later, but five years later, uh, how much of a better person you are, or maybe how you've applied those skills to help other people. Um, so, and it's very difficult, I think, to, to appreciate that while you're going through it. Yeah. You know, it's like I used to tell the cadets at the, and it's true, uh, at the Air Force Academy, you, you will appreciate basic training a lot more in about 20 years yeah. when you come back. And everyone, you know, they come back for their reunions. And, and again, I, I, I take the time to invest the, myself with them. And I'll ask them about that. Oh, yeah, it was great. Let me tell you a story. Well, you were crying <laughs> the whole time. You know? yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's really good. Uh, the quick ending for any of these college students listening is I wish I had continued to take this Russian class. I took a Russian <laughs> class my freshman year and I wish that I had taken the two more semesters because then I would have been done. But now I'm coming back to it doing more Russian. And I think, um, you know, if I had been grateful for the class and humbled myself to learn, I wouldn't have been so upset about how hard it was that I would have kept going. Uh, and I would have continued to do my best and you can be humble and grateful and doing your pushups. Maybe we'll, you, maybe you'll do more. <laughs> indeed, so. indeed. Well, uh, I'll have to tell you my Russian story sometime. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, I only know one phrase. Das vadanya. That means bye. Baka means bye. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.